Welcome to this week's Internet Comics. I'm Alex Dushback. And I'm the Chancellor. And this week we are talking about Rise of Skywalker. Ooh, buddy. Did you watch it? Uh, yes. Surprisingly, yes, yes. I oh, you did? It. I'm yeah. so happy that you prepared and, and watched the movie. Uh, how long ago did you see this movie? Uh, I got out of the movie about two hours ago. Oh, cool. So you've had time to process and decompress? Yeah, I've given it more thoughts than I've given anything I've given in my life. Yeah, I asked Alex before we recorded this podcast. I was like, hey, do you want to like talk about it and kind of like walk through it and stuff? Like I saw it a few days ago. I am a expert now. I have read three articles on this on this uh, movie. And he said, no, I got this. Let's wing it. Yeah, it's true. I, I do have it. Uh, so that being said, you might think that our, our sponsor for today is Wingstop. Home of the, the blazing buffalo wings. Nah, we're throwing it back old school. Today, you're getting a sponsorship from Nook. Nook and Cranny? No, not Nook and Cranny. I'm glad that you said that, though. Uh, but Nook, the original uh, tablet slash uh, e-reader. Nook of the North, yes. Nook of the North? No, it is the e-reader from Barnes & Noble, my friend. I'm glad they're following the on board. They've got paper white, and you know what you don't have to deal with? All those messy apps and internet capability. And paper cuts. Yeah, and paper cuts. No more. No more do you have to worry about that. And you can get 3% off a $700 Nook with promo code HANCHMAN. That's with four A's, a K, and six E's. And all sorts of accent marks, I assume. Oh, yeah. But you, you have to figure them out. Uh, no, I just told them exactly how to spell it. You got four A's. A K and six E's. Like, how, how difficult is it? No. Hanchman. Perfect. Yeah. That's because I, I assume they're paying us thousands of dollars for this. Uh, Yeah, we're getting paid six figures for this promo here. Good, good, good. Um, a- Alex, do you ever read at all on your tablet or your mobile phone? Oh, no. I, I actually abstain from reading. I gave it up for Lent. Yeah, I don't read either. I just look at the pictures and all yeah. the comic books that we talk about. So Nook really isn't for me, but you guys should totally buy one. It's made ordering off menus a real hassle. I just kind of point to stuff at a restaurant, and then it just comes with a surprise. Yeah, that's why I only yeah. get at Waffle House. <laughs> just get a lot of grits. Yeah. They're like, which one of these do you want? And I say, that one in the top right. And they said, that's the all-star. I said, I'm, me? Yeah, thanks. Okay, so. Hashtag Smash Mouth. I think this is going to be the last Star Wars thing we talk about for a while. Because I don't know if there's any new Star Wars coming in 2020. Uh, not that we know of. Yeah, I know Disney's making two more Star Wars TV shows. Well, they're using Clone Wars, but they're also doing a Ewan McGregor show and a, a show from Cast and Andor from Rogue One. Uh, but I think there's any movies coming out. And for anyone that may or may not remember, uh, for The Last Jedi, I really did not like that film at all. So I was hoping this movie would completely redeem that film. Why do you hate men named Ryan? Uh, first of all, it should be pronounced Rianne. <laughs> Ryan Hill with a Y, not an I. Yeah, his parents really fucked up here. Um, and I think that's where a lot of his aggression stems from. It's weird because I literally, I like every other Ryan Johnson film except for that one. I like that movie. Um, I am not a Star Wars hater, as you will hear today. Um, I enjoy them all for what they are. Episode one through episode nine, they all have their flaws. Some are better than others. Episode one is the worst, obviously. But... All that being said, I like all these movies. What do you, what do you, uh, give your definitive ranking right this second. 
Three, two, one, go. Uh, the worst is the Last Jedi. Okay. Uh, then Phantom Menace. Then Attack of the Clones. Uh, then Force Awakens. Uh, maybe the Force Awakens or Rise of Skywalker. Then an then Revenge of the Sith, A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, you really uh, Empire Strikes Back. You really did it. I'm so proud of you. Empire Strikes Back is your favorite? Yeah. Why? Uh, because it the ending, basically. I mean, it ended in an earned tragedy yeah. where like all hope was lost and it felt real. It did. And I kind of wish that Ryan Johnson had done that, too. So yeah. I, I, I can understand your... He dis- tried, but he's like, you know, yeah. if you think about episode six, I'm going to kill all of that. Yeah. Let's not talk about them. Let's talk about episode nine. So oh, we're talking about episode nine today? Yeah. Uh, so I didn't have like huge hopes coming into this. I know J.J. Abrams was back at the helm again, and I like The Force Awakens. Uh, so I was a little more hopeful going into this one, but I was curious what path he was going to take. Yeah. What do you think of the scrolling text? It starts with, in in in, in all caps, and this yeah. is, I don't think has ever happened in any scrolling text, and I might be wrong, but in all caps... The first three words, the dead speak. And it had an exclamation point, which I thought was strange as well, too. Yeah, I did, too, but I loved that. Yeah. I loved the dead speak, and then it went into talking about Palpatine. Uh, but I thought also that was the shortest scroll for any Star Wars film. It did seem a little shorter, but it they I, it also seemed like, and I, I might be wrong, but every single one of the paragraphs were... A whole different idea yes, or different concept. people. First one focused on that was the first time that's think, ever happened. Focus on Ray, then it was Princess the Emperor, Leia, uh, Ray, and then uh, what Kylo Ren's up to. Yeah, but I guess it did say you know he's going to find Palpatine for yeah. the first one. So I guess it relates. It makes sense. It opens with uh, also published for Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, it opens with Kylo murdering some guys and getting a, uh, a triangle that will go help him kill Prism. Basically, that what go. do you think of that? Uh, I mean, it was. I mean, opening with action is never a bad choice. I feel like uh, I felt it was a little choppy. Like, I mean, action wise, a little stilted. But I did like the final shot of all the dead bodies on the ground, and then just Kylo standing there. It's like a lone stormtrooper in the background, still standing. I like that scenery. Or a first lot order too. trooper. The cinematography in this film, I think, is fantastic. And the cinematographer, I think his name is Matt Golden. You should go look him up and follow him on all social media platforms. He does a great job. He uh, he did every Best Picture winner. Uh, he does all the comic movies. He's great. You should follow him. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, you should definitely follow him and uh, try Why and get him, weird? try and get best. him on board. Episode ten. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, put Matt Golden on episode ten. Let him write that. Uh, eventually, though, our heroes Finn and Poe are together. Uh, on one adventure, Ray while Ray is training to be a Jedi. What do you think of that training sequence where she's doing like the course that she? Made? It didn't do much for me, honestly. I thought I felt like it was kind of weak. Really, uh, yeah, I liked yeah. it a lot. The, I mean, I liked it like a whole lot. To me, like I thought it was okay. I, I want to see more. Like I want to see her. I like the training force. Like have her like do, use like her force push and all that stuff. Shh, don't, yeah, I wish it, if there was one complaint I had, I wish it was longer. I still enjoyed it, though. Um, Alex just uh, inserted a needle into his arm and yeah. shot him some heroin. That's uh, why he had that break. Is he his eyes rolled back in his head a little bit? He was, uh, and it was Leia who was helping training train her. Uh, this podcast got dark, and it's your fault. Yeah, it it really is. Uh, but <laughs> this, you back on track. I don't know. Alex? Like, being in this film started out a little slow for me. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, it, you just said that it started with action. Yeah. And lots of sweet ass murder. I'm just, and then you turn around and say, it's a little slow. Just like emotionally, like emotionally slow. Like I didn't get invested uh, in these moments. Okay. I need more. You need more? Yeah. Now, one thing I did think was interesting was that a big controversy from The Last Jedi was Rose, played by Kelly Tran, and how people were absolutely terrible to her, like, online. Um, I thought the Rose hate was unnecessary. I agree a thousand percent. But on that I, note... I enjoyed Rose, for the most part, in Last Jedi. I am glad. I, I wasn't a fan of the character, really. I and I, I'm glad that, basically... Don't she, listen to the old podcast, just in case I did say <laughs> I hated it. She, uh... She got like basically two minutes of screen time. This movie. She got no screen time. Did yeah. you? How did you feel about that? I liked it because I wasn't a huge fan. Like n- nothing. None of the hate that Kelly Tran got what was deserved, and she shouldn't have gotten it. But, I agree. Uh, but I just wasn't a fan of the character. So she basically got like Jar Jar, like put into the background. I've read that some, that people have been writing that she got Jar Jar, and I don't like that terminology because Jar Jar is the worst character in all. I of like Star Jar Jar. Yeah. Uh, you fucking would. Yeah. You just shut your mouth and let me talk for a second. I okay? would a thousand percent watch a Jar Jar Binks that becomes like a Sith Lord movie. That is the opposite of what I just told you to do. Uh, Rose is not a JJ character. So I have no um, bad feelings that he put her in the background in this film at all. I thought that she had her hero moment in the last, okay. in the last Star Wars. And it was deserved. Yeah. Based off of... You only get to be a hero or, once if you're not a Jedi or a pilot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, what were give your, me another example. What were your thoughts? What do you think Admiral Akbar is doing now? Uh, he died. They killed him. Like, they kill off uh, almost every beloved character, except for this time, uh, where they decided to kill basically no one except for any of the cool kids. Uh, <laughs> what were your thoughts on Palpatine being alive and being back? I'm here for it. Uh, I wish that, that instead of being teased in the trailer, was teased at the end of Last Jedi. Yeah. But I know that there is a... Uh, I'm assuming a communication breakdown between um, Ryan and JJ. Yeah. So that would be literally one of my only complaints about there this. There was film. a lot of complaints were how Snoke died or just the fact that he got killed in The Last Jedi. And then Palpatine says that he created Snoke. And they're like, oh, maybe he did it like in like, a, like oh, I helped bring him to power. There's literally a shot just as Kylo Ren passes by in the Sith Temple where he fights the Emperor. So, so hold on. Hold that. On. You're skipping a, ahead a little bit. There's a Sith planet for only Sith. Yeah. Not just at a Sith temple. Not like they went to Jakku and, oh, hey, here's our Sith temple. It's a Sith planet that almost nobody can reach. Luke couldn't find it with the help of Lando. Yeah. Well, Luke fails again. <laughs> a recurring theme in the new trilogy, apparently. Yeah, kind of. A little bit. Uh, but but you're right. And what do you think of that? I, I actually loved Snoke being... Yeah. Kind of a, a puppet. Yeah, I love the explanation, like in a sense. Like I was like it was a quick, easy way just to explain it away, uh, while leaving like the viewer a little bit more curious about like why do you choose like this horrible monster looking creature man? Uh yeah, that yeah. doesn't fit in really with yeah. the rest of anything at all. Yeah. Uh we still don't really get any answers as like how like the first order came to power or like anything like that at all. Uh, but well, I mean, it just seems like the Emperor never went away. Yeah. Spoiler alerts, the Emperor's alive and he's about to do some fucked up shit. Essentially, he wants uh, Kylo to bring Rey to him. That's yeah. the main character yeah. of the film. And uh, he has the Knights of Ren yeah. at his disposal. What do you think of the Knights of Ren? 
like Knights of Ren have been talked about since The Force Awakens. Um, and they totally got like the Captain Phasma, like Boba Fett treatment, like this really cool character looking characters. They got zero development that people wanted only to, and spoilers, like jump to the end. They looked, the character line looked really cool. They looked super imposing. And then they just got, uh, murdered in like five seconds, like in the end. And what they were like, it's like, it's like when your bro gets a new girlfriend, you don't spend all the time with this new girlfriend. And your bro's like, bro, come on, come to the bars with us, come to the bars with us. And then your bro has to cut ties and murder every one of you so he can spend time with his girlfriend <laughs> uh, and not be bothered with you anymore. I like that. Because they were his creation, but like, I want more history there. Like, I want to know, like, why, why these individuals, why were they loyal to the emperor and not Kylo in the end? Even though I believe, if I remember correctly, they were also Padawans training under uh master skywalker that helps uh that turned dark with kylo and helped killed uh all the trainees or the padawans at luke's old temple nice so but then the, but none of that's talked about they're just dudes in cool costumes that get murdered in five seconds i mean it wasn't that's still too short yeah 120 seconds yeah. uh here's what i thought was missing from this film and this could have helped bridge that gap a little bit is exactly what you're talking about with the fight scenes. Um, usually you, you know, and it's well documented in the henchmen of comics. I am not a big fight scene guy, but I thought this movie lacked on fight scenes a bit. Okay. So let's, let's do it like this. Cause I'll talk about that. Wait. So is that one of the things you didn't like was, was the fight scenes. Would you think that you didn't like the ones that were in there or that there was, that there weren't enough action? That they weren't enough and were not long enough. Like every film, the other eight until this one had a massively long lightsaber battle. Um, and this one, the big lightsaber battle where again, spoiler alert, Ray kills Kylo only for him to be brought yeah. back by Ray herself. Uh, wasn't that long and it wasn't that grandiose. Like there were some big bat backflips done over waves and that, that was cool. And I appreciated the fight, but it didn't seem long enough to me for what it was. And for the buildup. Uh, one thing I wasn't a big fan of fight fights. Fight, I didn't like the space battle so much, like in the star Wars. I don't know why it just didn't feel, I've seen just, it felt better in the other ones to me, even like the older ones. Like it felt like there was more tension and more stakes. I did like, all the ships arriving at the very end. Like I thought that was a great moment. So let's talk on that for just a second. Cause we're jumping all over the place here, right at the very end of the film, all hope seems to be lost from the, uh, from the rebel side of things. Like the rebels have, have lost hope. Everybody's uh, dying. The resistance. They're the yeah, same thing. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no, no empire and new first order are different. Come on. They're the same fucking thing. Anyways. Completely different. Sure, they both start with R, uh, and then the second letter is E. And they have the exact same makeup of, of citizens. And they side with Jedi, the and they're fighting people the outside with Sith. Uh, their anyways, costumes are very similar. Poe has given up hope entirely at the end of this film in the battle. And he's like, we're just getting destroyed. We're going to die. I hate myself. He gets really emo. And then a fuck ton of ships show up, which... You kind of expect, yeah. but the amount that were there literally made the hair on my neck stand up. Like it's, I thought it was a big, big moment. Like, and you could have just had like a ton of ships, but the like the amount that showed up, I thought it was great. It it really made me believe and have faith, and I was like watching Star Wars again, like as a fucking young kid. It was like that moment in *Infinity War* 
when all the portals started appearing. Yeah. 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 And it was just one sweeping hitting moment like yeah. that. Yeah. And there's a few moments like that in this film that just like left me almost like speechless. I agree. But before we get into that. Let's, let's rewind a yes, lot and I, talk more about the nook. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, <laughs> was, there, was there anything else you didn't like in this film? Uh, there is. Um, there's a couple things that I'm, I'm not super fond of. Uh, R2-D2. You want I, more screen time for him, I'm gonna guess? I would like a little more screen time yeah, for Yeah, that's fair. However, we got a plethora of C-3PO. We got a ton of BB-8. We got lots of D.O. and Chewbacca. So we got all of our, our characters, other than R2, um, lots of screen time. I'm fine with the amount that Lando is in it. And we'll get yeah. to Lando later. Um, let's, let's save Lando. I personally, I like I mentioned, I didn't like how like the Knights of Ren didn't have much of a, more of a backstory. Uh, I didn't like. Uh, I mean, I'm going to jump to like basically the big ending. I didn't like Kylo Ren dying. Uh, I would have rather either Ray died because that would felt like there was more stakes, like there's more of an impact. Basically, there was no like results, like. And I'll say I like this film, but like, well, Ray everyone did lived. Die. Yeah, but came back to life, so it doesn't matter. Uh, she died, though. Uh, so I would like either Ray happen. to stay dead or for both of them to live. That's what I would like. Although, and I will say this: I don't know how you feel about this. I hated that they kissed at the end. I like. I. I. I, I would have liked. I didn't ship them like as a couple. Would I, I like rather them, her kissed Finn at the end. Not like I. I like them better as a couple in a way, but like. I know there was love between Kylo and Ray, but I was thinking of more like it was like sibling love, like and not like mm-hmm. romantic love. I, I would have liked like in a, like a heartfelt embrace uh, at that moment instead. And then I thought it would be more impactful if like if Kylo's going to die, like she feels like his body becoming a force ghost and like disappearing with her arms wrapped around him, like as they're leaned into one another. That would have been good. Yeah, but he shouldn't have died. It should have been Ray that died, that and Kylo really goes on, or they start, or they both live and start their own Jedi temple together to try and bring back the Jedi into the galaxy. That's almost a little too neat. I understand it, but then you wouldn't get our, our sweet moment with the two lightsabers becoming one, which is one of my favorite parts. We'll talk about it later. So uh, let's, let's rewind a whole lot. Um, I like uh, when they race pod racers. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Ray experiencing her lightning powers for the first time yeah. when she kills fucking Chewie. That moment, I actually like. I actually hated because, like, I know a lot of people like you hated it. Yeah, no, like I, I love the moment, but like I hated her killing Chewie oh, because, yeah. like, because like in my mind, I was like, these guys are just trying to kill off every single character for, from the original trilogy. Yeah, did that not just like make yeah. you like kind of like quiver in your boots a bit? Like, like it, oh, it made shit, me. What are they about to do? Yeah, with everybody. Here? So I was glad Chewie actually wasn't dead. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't say this too at the beginning, but I got a spoiler about the big twist b- before I saw the film. Oh uh, no! Yeah, I learned, and this is a massive spoiler for the film. I read that uh, she was Palpatine's daughter or granddaughter yeah. uh, because some dickhead spoiled it online by just posting the message over and over again. Um, so, so I went into the film, and in the parking lot, I had avoided spoilers at all costs. In the I clicked this article, it said Star Wars Episode Nine spoilers. I was like, a, hey, why not? Like a 12-year-old girl was talking to her dad that he had lovingly taken oh her to gosh. the film. And he and she says to him, so she's 
Darth Vader's daughter. So I went into the film <laughs> thinking, fuck, oh my this God. just ruined it, and she's Darth Vader's daughter. You were like, wait a minute. And then Another ancestral relationship in Star Wars? Yeah, right? That was that was Palpatine's kid, and I was like, even then, because like, there's like a moment like later on where it's like, is she really? And then it's like, yeah, yeah, she is. I did but like I, her being was, Palpatine's daughter, though, or granddaughter. It. Uh, like, and I love like the duality. And that- I actually to rewind a second. I loved the her exploding the ship that we thought was Chewie's. Yeah, it looked really cool. Like, seemed like lightning came from her fingertips. It was really cool. Well, the horror on her face was very yeah. real. I thought performance wise, Daisy really did a really good job. A lot um, of people have complained. I liked her. I thought she was really good. Not about Daisy Ridley or Adam Driver, but they've complained about the relationship that the three amigos had. Uh, Ray, Finn, and Poe. I think you mean you... Martin Short, Chevy Chase, and <laughs> Steve Martin. How did you feel about that, their relationship? No problem with it whatsoever. The only problem I had Same. was with, this thing that I didn't like was, like I think twice it gets brought up, with Finn saying he had something to tell Ray, but it, he never says it in the entire film. Like why? Like why even keep that yeah, in there? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like. That. I, I, I mean, obviously, that. he's going to tell her that like he loves her because you don't tell her. Be like, hey, by the way, with my dying breath, I want you to know uh, your grandfather's actually basically space Hitler. <laughs> space Hitler, fucking love it. So okay, okay. So what were some things that we liked about this film? Oh man, there's so much. A uh, zombie Palpatine. And the white eyes. I love the Sith planet itself. Uh, I want to say uh, Ian McDonald, Ian Daniels, I think, uh, who plays Palpatine. His voice work was phenomenal too. Like like that. Like he made Palpatine seem menacing uh, and fearsome. And I love too the white eye Palpatine being moved around like that giant black crane. Like I thought visually that was really striking. Um, that was one of my favorite parts. Uh, if you are a kid watching Star Wars, and this movie is made for for kids, like, yeah. as much as it is made for adults, it's also made for kids. And I think back to some of the original stuff when I watched it, and Jabba was kind of scary. I cannot imagine how wonderfully terrifying Palpatine is to to kids. Like I fucking love it, and that whole planet. Like if you're watching that sequence. As a child, and you're experiencing the wonder of Star Wars through those eyes, like that's gonna scare the shit out of you, but also like excite you in a very real, real way. I loved it. So, what was your? I'll talk about. I think my favorite moments too. I think. I think. I thought three PO was the best character in this film. Oh man! So I, I've always loved C three PO. Let's like, talk about me crying <laughs> in this film real quick because there are a lot of moments in this film that had me like on the edge of my seat, like tear jerking wise. And there's a moment, C-3PO gets his fucking, he gets his stage and he's kind of like shoved to the side for the first half of the film in the background, which is where C-3PO should fucking yeah. be. Don't get me wrong. C-3PO needs to be in the background and be a little bit no, comedic. He, he needs to be, he needs his own trilogy. Shut your fucking mouth. But he has the moment where he's going to get his memory wiped and they don't know if they'll ever be able to recover it. Yeah. And he, they're like, see, see, are you okay? And he's like, I was just getting one last look at my friends. Yeah. And even yeah. now, like, oh my God, I can feel it. My skin is crawling. It's so good. So that for you was most motion moment in the film? No, but for C-3PO, okay. it was his, mo- like, 
That well, was the best moment for him in the tr- in the nine films. What he was most emotional moment in the film. Oh man! So we got to skip way ahead because I started crying at the end of this film. Like I didn't want to. I was sad that the lights went up because I was starting to cry at the very end of this film, uh, where it's it's Ray. She survived this whole uh, debacle. She goes back to where everything started. Tatooine. You know, Dagobah. Dagobah. That's where it was, wasn't it? She goes back to Dagobah. Yeah. Uh, and she goes back to where Luke is from. Yeah. And that I love. I love seeing like his original homestead where we open like a new hope with like where we see yeah. Luke standing on the farm. And she goes and along, of course, comes a solo stranger. And yeah. she goes, who are you? And she goes, I'm Ray. And she goes, Ray, what? And then after a long pause, she goes, I'm Ray Skywalker. And man, if I didn't start fucking crying then. See, my like most I don't oh, know why. It hit me. It hit me hard. I, I thought it was a great moment. I loved seeing Force Ghost Luke raise his old X Wing out of the out of the ocean. Like he raced out of the swamp. I thought that was an amazing moment. Like even though that nostalgia. Oh uh, man, seeing the X Wing again? Yeah. Oh man, I immediately wanted to like I know joke that at that moment I remembered X-wing toys that I had as a kid and I was like I want to look that up on eBay. I haven't done it, <laughs> but it was so cool seeing the fucking yeah. X-wing come out of the swamp. So again, let's talk about the new characters for a bit. Which one, which one did you like the most? Which did you like the least? We have uh Zora, Dio, Jana, the other stor- the former yeah. stormtrooper, uh Baba Frick as well. And I think, is there anyone else I'm forgetting that's a new character? I think those were the those major ones. Those are the ones. big four, right? Yeah, I believe so. Um, oh, and you have Charlie from Lost playing a character whose name I don't know. Oh, yeah, Dominic Monaghan, who has an unnamed character. Um, I don't know what the fuck that was about. Charlie, I was, I you was, went to the hatch, and you come out of the hatch, all of a sudden you're in the Star Wars universe. It's not Penny's boat, dude. <laughs> get, get back on there. It's not Penny's ship, homie. Um, I guess he was my least favorite. I loved... Babu Frick. I love Dio being the abused droid. I really loved Carrie Russell in her role. I love Zora. I thought her role was small, but I thought she did a really good job. It was a Captain Phasma thing, yeah. and and even in the very end, but game, like even like her and Poe had good chemistry. Like not just like Oscar like, Isaac is a goddamn treasure. Yeah, I mean, he, and we need to all. He does a good job that. of being basically like the new Han Solo. He's like this charming general. as fuck. Um, my favorite new character was Baba Frick. Uh, one of three PO's oldest and dearest friends. Uh, that was a a really great joke. Uh, I, I loved. That I thought joke. he was great. Uh, exactly what you want for like new creatures, like in like a Star Wars film. I didn't really care for John all that much. Uh, the other female stormtrooper. I just I feel like they're trying to get Finn like a new love interest, like like every film to play off of. It's just weird. Fuck everyone. Like I feel like the tr- I like Finn a lot. I feel like they wasted his character. You have an ex stormtrooper. Like you could have done so much more, like with that character, and gone so much deeper. Like that alone would make for like a great like Mandalorian like t- type TV show. But they just kind of forgot that he was a stormtrooper by like episode seven. So <laughs> this is sh- the Mandalorian is between episode six and seven. So here's one of the questions I have for you: Do we see any of these characters in an upcoming episode of the Mandalorian? Probably, maybe. I don't know. I- and, oh, so so okay. I'll put it this way. Who, which character do you think would be most likely maybe, to show up in the Mandalorian? Maybe Baba Frick or Zora for the new character. I would, I would think say. Babu Frick, yeah. I don't yeah. know why, but I just got that yeah. feeling. Uh, 
So we obviously know that they have the Mandalorian, uh, and they're doing the Cassian Andor show, which I mentioned, which will take place between the original trilogy and they're doing the Ian Brigger Obi-Wan story, which takes place during the prequels. So is there any story uh, that you would like to see pulled from this trilogy to be made into a TV show? Any character or anything like that? Uh, I want a buddy cop um, procedural with Finn and Poe. Uh, I would love the shit out of that. I want that relationship explored further. I would like to see... uh, I think a Zori series could be interesting. It's such a small character. Uh, I think exploring characters that didn't get like a lot of like backstory, like uh, Captain Phasma TV series, a Knights of Ren TV series, uh, the Lost Years of Luke Skywalker, what he did post the fall of the Empire before the rise of the First Order. Uh, yeah, just like Jesus and his uh, missing years. Let's give a Obi Wan the missing years too. Well, Jesus' missing years are detailed in the comics. Second coming, aren't they? <laughs> I think so. Uh, let's see here. I've got I've got so much more to talk about. Uh, let's talk about uh the okay. dead people. Let's talk about uh Ben and Han having their sweet okay. meetup. I did like I did like that moment. I, I was shocked whenever Han Solo was in the film again. I totally should have expected it, but I don't know why in the moment I was so. Surprised. I bet. I mean, I guarantee you it was going to be Leia in the original draft, but then Carrie Fisher passed away. Yeah. Uh, would you rather have been Han or would you rather have been? Uh, been Anakin because Anakin obviously his arc mirrors Kylo Ren and he's someone that found redemption after in the light side of the force well uh, Kylo Ren was basically a fanboy of of Anakin so I understand that that line of thinking but having it be his dad and him saying I know and him being able to call him dad yeah and just calling him Ben the whole time like okay as somebody who who has a very dead dad uh, my dad's been dead for like 10 years almost. Uh, what a touching well, and moving tribute. I loved it. I thought that was great. I thought that was better personally than Luke coming back and saving Ray from throwing her lightsaber in a fire. I, personally, I, I liked it more. One thing I, I would have liked, I, I, I like, I don't know. I like them both. I, I think emotionally I like the Han one, Han one more, but I just like seeing Luke again and not seeing me like just it's beaten so down, like down, Tron old man. Uh, I actually kind of wish at the fight at the very end of the Sith Temple that like we would have seen like the Jedi Force ghost like appear like behind Rey. Like I thought I thought that would have been a much cooler moment uh, than just like her. We just like I am the Jedi having like the ghost like appear behind her. Yeah, I uh, am the warrior. But I do want to go to my heart moments whenever Rey is battling not being unconscious or battling consciousness, and she's saying like be the whatever or uh, feel the whatever. And she finally is connected to the other, uh, to all the dead Jedi, and she hears the voices of former Jedi. And we get to hear the voice of Hayden Christensen. We get to hear the voice of Alec Guinness. We get to hear Mark Hamill. We get to hear Mace Windu. We get to hear Qui-Gon Jinn. We get to hear Ewan McGregor. We get to hear even uh, Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh, like, I thought that was really cool. Which sucks, because that, that con- kind of confer- that confirms that Ahsoka Tano is dead, which no one knows what's happened to her, but... Because uh, that hasn't been explored yet. So here's the thing, though. I imagine she probably is. But just like the Siths, uh, and believe me, that moment I thought was, was really cool. What did she say? Be with me? Yeah, I think be with me. That's I, it. Is, is kind of like yeah. the, her chant, her mantra, yeah. which I absolutely loved. Yeah. And I loved hearing all those voices and trying to figure out who was who. And I read and was able to figure out 
exactly yeah. who the fuck was you, who. You have to rewind it so you could pick each one out. Yep, exactly. Um, but that moment at the end where the Emperor says, kill me and every Sith will be inside of you. Yeah. The fact that they're like a weird maggot colony where every Sith is every other person and the Master almost wants the Apprentice to kill them. Yeah. Like, it's kind of crazy. But it makes sense for having apprentices. Yeah. yeah I mean, you kind of wonder, too. Like, it's not... He he has all those cult followers. You don't really... We didn't get to expand on their role or what they were doing on that planet or how Palpatine found them or recruited them. But I, I would like that to be explored more in other stories. And Star Wars, before, like, we had the prequels or these new films... I, I always enjoyed reading like the expanded universe books and yeah. the comics and all that. Uh, and maybe we'll get some of that. I'm sure we will uh, at some point. I'm sure. Uh, what do you think of Leia in this film? I liked, I mean, I, I liked seeing Leia. Her death, even though I 100% knew it was coming, uh, affected me emotionally more, more than I thought it would just because I saw it coming. Uh, I would disagree. I, I, I saw it coming so far in advance. Like you knew... If anybody's going to die in this film, it's going to be Leia. If there's anything that was a for sure, it was that. It was still, I don't get me wrong, like, she reached out into the beyond and was able to, to touch Ben Kenobi and bring him back to the light a little bit. I, I really appreciated that, but eh, for me, it wasn't near the top five emotional moments for me. In this I film. actually, Chewie's reaction to her death, I thought I thought was really well done. Yeah. Oh, and Chewie, speaking of Chewie, he, he obviously came back from the dead. He wasn't on the ship that blew up. He got his fucking medal, man. He got yeah, his I know. medal. That, that was a great moment. Yeah. yeah. I think this that was is a great yours, moment. I think yeah. was the line delivered to yeah. him. I don't know. Uh, Loved it. There's just... General Hux. Yeah, being uh, the spy. Yeah, what do you yeah. think about that? I liked him being the spy. I, I hated that he just got blasted though in the gut, and like that was like the end of him. General Pride sniffed that shit yeah. out a mile away. Uh, and if you think there's a ton of characters in this film, holy shit, are there ever. Would you have liked less people? No, I, I feel like it's natural for Star Wars to have a bunch of characters. So that way you have the I excuse agree. to go into other stories in the expanded universe uh, and yep. see the stories that you don't see. One of the biggest complaints, and I was just, uh, before we started recording this, I was out at a bar having uh, libations. It's almost it's two days before Christmas mm-hmm. when we're recording this. Um, and one of the things that I kept reading over and over was it was just like a massive story and there's just so much happening and they're just pandering. They're pandering to all the, the fanboys out there and so really? who gives a fucking shit? I mean, I did think the story was, had a massive story, which I didn't mind at all. Really, I think kind of the opposite problem for like the last like 20, 30 minutes felt rushed, uh, which sure. probably happened because... There was different writers between episode seven and eight. You got to tie nine. tie up knots, yeah. yeah. So, do you, uh, have, do you have a problem with fander, uh, <laughs> fandering? Yeah, pandering to fans. I mean, it, in it, a nine movie, it, it, thing it all depends how it's done. Like for like movie? Star Wars, I hundred percent like bought into it. Yeah. Uh, like if you pander to fan because like a certain part of the fandom like wants like these relationships are for others, like that's like when I get like annoyed. Uh, but like playing into nostalgia, I don't have a problem with it if it's done well. Uh, and and Would I you and say I like that it. Was it. done well in this film. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, some people will be like, "Hey, remember when this happened? When this happened?" 
to me, it wasn't like that. Like we, they didn't tell us what these moments were. We got to see what these moments were and remember back to, to when there are similar moments in the original films. Did this movie uh, deliver surprises and things that you did not expect? I mean, uh, unfortunately, like I mentioned, I, I had the big spoiler ruined for me. So, other um, than that, were there were there big moments for you that were delivered upon, or were you just like, I saw that coming? I think the big moments were more like Ray using force lightning uh, and Ray having the ability to heal people. Like those were the two things. Oh, I so didn't really we didn't expect. talk. We didn't talk about the healing people. The yeah. healing factor. That's a new yeah. thing. What do you feel about that? It, I'm not you're, sure. You squinted your yeah, brow, yeah. I'm so not sure if I'm a positive. I'm a big fan of it because it completely changes like i mean and, and i guess like the force can grow like over time and be adapted yeah if there's if there's one thing about the the new trilogy it's that they've really expanded what a jedi or people with the force can do and i don't hate it yeah i don't dislike it a ton or anything but it's kind of strange yeah yeah i agree i mean i thought it played it played well and obviously with the moment when kylo ren gave his life to save ray at the end how did that make you feel? Uh, I like Kylo being there. Like, it's weird because, like, it seemed like all of a sudden, like, light side Kylo, like, developed, like, a sense of humor. Uh, yeah. Did I, you I, notice the difference in his hair yes. immediately? I was disappointed that his only line, like, once he became, like, part of light side was, ow. He, he had no other lines than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that. I did like like the lightsaber transfer between the two of them. I thought that was I thought that was neat and fun. That was and fucking awesome. Uh, and I did and I did love like Kylo killing all that to Ren, like as far as a uh, fight scene goes. Yeah, I was down with. But that. like I already mentioned, like I hated him dying. Fun. Like I also I just hate that. Like I know Ray is taking the surname Skywalker, but I hate that, like the Skywalker line is dead. Yeah, Skywalker is uh, is done. There there are yeah. no more that we unless Luke impregnated someone, some alien, and they're. Uh, but they take like years to get birth. Bob uh, Frick is yeah. the Frick, son of Luke. Kind of like how Baby Yoda is fifty years old, but only a baby. So maybe there's like a Baby Luke out there that's half alien. Yeah, give me that, that shit all day, yeah, son. I'll do that a thousand percent. Disney, call us. So, Kathleen Kennedy, we're, we're, we're available. I might have a couple more things to talk about. I'm going to go through my notes here in a second while I'm while I'm kind of getting your opinions on this. But the very last moment of the film is is Ray uh, saying. Sledding. I'm. I'm. Yes, she's sledding uh, on the sand. Uh, she realized what Anakin hated and said, "This is what I love." Yeah. Um, but she puts both Luke and Leia's lightsabers together. Yeah. And I thought that she was, but just, not Luke's green lightsaber. Where is Luke's green lightsaber? I Question thought, on everyone's mind. Yeah, same. But she put the lightsabers together, and I thought that she was just burying them and going yeah. to be done with it. And I was like. I understand, but I'm a little upset and sad. I did like her own lightsaber, her yellow crystal one. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. Ray has the yellow lightsaber. Yeah. That, was that was so cool. incredible. And that's another story, too, is like the Ray going to go find her own kyber crystal and building her own lightsaber. And like, how does that happen? Yep. Because I'm sure there's a story behind that. Would you be interested in a uh, Ray solo film? Sure. I mean, like, like I watch everything for sure? hours. Like, okay, so no, I'm not saying sure. Like, what is your excitement level uh, uh, if they announce a Ray solo film? Does it take place after episode nine? Yes. Obviously. Uh, Absolutely. Seven. S- seven out of ten. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. I'll give it I'll give it that. Okay. Uh Lando. We didn't talk about Lando. How do you feel about it? I didn't think Billy D. Williams did a great job acting wise, honestly. No, he looks almost dead. But <laughs> you know what? It's fine. He's back. Yeah. It's nostalgia. He was used the appropriate amount, I felt like. 
Yeah, it's it's a little pandering again. Yeah. Like I said, that to me probably like the most pandering. I don't have a fucking problem with pandering. Yeah. You're nine films deep, and you're sure. not going to reference earlier shit. Fuck you. Really, eleven films deep. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. For real. Um, what else did you like? Not like. Uh, I mean, I pretty much covered all my all stuff that like I've got, I can just... I've got one thing that I love okay. that What's I didn't that? talk about is every time, and I feel like it's really JJ's done a great job with it. But the uh, the bad guy, like we got a Sith trooper out of this. We got red fucking stormtroopers. Yeah, we have all these new insane, um, fucking the jetpack stormtroopers. Yeah, the jetpacks. They have those now. Yeah, we did. I loved that moment of the film. Uh, I'm pretty sure those have been they in the video games before. Now. Yeah, they they've yeah. definitely been in the video games. But that Poe and uh, Finn, they can fly now. Yeah, love that moment. But all of the the outfits, uh, and it's kind of like almost like Nazi ish, but like it's still. I mean, it's supposed to be. It, it is. I mean, they but fall. Why is it still so cool? Like, why do I want to like <laughs> have figures of all of these people? There's like red and black. Yeah, it's all weird. Over the like place. Uh, Fortnite recently like had some Star Wars skins for their games. They had Ray, Finn, Kylo Ren, and the only one I bought was the Stormtrooper one. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it looks the coolest. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, I immediately after this film, I went on to eBay and like pulled up Stormtrooper action figures from Kenner mm-hmm. from like the early nineties yeah. and the eighties and the seventies, and I was like, I want these. Yeah, something about for that character. No design. reason I would put them on a yeah. shelf and I would never touch. And them. they're famously not good at their jobs, but for some reason, like that character <laughs> design is just so good. Oh, that that brings me to a point. We see the good guys miss a couple times. Yeah, they're shooting. Yeah. But when they would miss, they would miss by like three feet. I know. And then if they hit, it was like a shot in the head or the heart. Yeah. It was like a drunk <laughs> uncle playing the shooting gallery at the state fair. It was wild. Yeah. Um, okay. I liked it. So I'll ask you this question. On a scale of one to ten, what do you oh, rate this film? wow. I'm so shocked. I was not expecting this. I give this movie a nine. I would say it is on par with Revenge of the Sith. The last two movies of the uh, the newer trilogies are far and away superior to the other ones. I like every movie in this trilogy. I like all the movies in the first trilogy. I will definitely be able to rank them if I needed to, but it is a solid nine, and it is definitely the best thing since the original trilogy. I would put this at a solid number four on my Star Wars definitive ranking list. I Love this movie. I left the movie feeling like a little fucking kid. It was great. I rate this a seven out of ten. Uh, I liked it a lot more than the last. Alex Jedi. hates fun. He hates kids. Um, he doesn't like uh, positive things in his life. I don't like Paw Patrol positive things. <laughs> uh, it's I liked a lot more than the Last Jedi. Uh, I'm not sure if I liked it more than The Force Awakens or not. I still think out of all the new films since Disney took over, Rogue One is by far and away the best. Uh, and I'm enjoying the Mandalorian more. I think John Favreau is going to have a more active role in Star Wars universe going forward. Uh, so, so, uh, so, yeah. Which so I, I'm looking forward to see what he does. Uh, which is weird because it's kind of it's kind of weird for me. Like I mentioned at the top of the podcast, it's the last Star Wars I think we're going to talk about in a while. I guess maybe season two of Mandalorian might come out next year, and we'll talk about probably the premiere of that if that comes out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's kind of weird. But uh, the big news is what we're talking about next week. Uh, next week we're going to talk about as we're approaching the end of the year and the start of the new year we're going to be talking about the film Cats uh, something we've been looking forward to a long long time yeah um, we have seen the new version after yeah. they ran and the old version because we were there at the midnight screening <laughs> uh, so we're going to compare both 
uh, it's going to be a five-hour podcast uh, talking about all our favorite casts, like Mr. Tigglesworth. Yep. Uh, and Tuggins. Yeah, and Josie Holzenbottom and uh, Mr. Mister. Yeah, uh, we're going to say exactly why Judy Dench is yeah. going to win the Best Actress Oscar. Actually, we're going to do a full preview of, before we get to our top ten of the year, We'll be talking about our top five returning TV shows of the year. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what we're hoping for coming in 2020 and give out a couple of awards. As that well, will too. be uh, extremely easy for Alex, who watched everything and anything that came out in the comics world. But I, I watched like six different TV shows last year. So we'll see what I have, have to come up with for next week. Uh, after that, we've got the, the big top ten list of the yeah. year. I tried to con, uh, convince Alex that we should do a top 15. What are our top 15 new favorite things? And Alex punched me in the dick. Yeah, because we're professionals. You, you are a professional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can do it. You can make the hard choices. This is the yeah. Sophie's Choice of podcasting, basically. Yeah, and then we might even have another uh, top list somewhere about comic books. Sure. We might throw it in, in another podcast. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing. Our top five favorite visual mediums. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for as always, you can email us at attention to comics at gmail dot com. Uh, spoiler alert: my favorite visual medium is pornography, uh, but you can also email my girlfriend <laughs> at Rach Aaron. Uh, Rachel is her first name. Aaron is her second name. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to tell you her email address. <laughs> uh, like and subscribe to our podcast. We would really appreciate it. Uh, my girlfriend would appreciate it. She would like it if I got paid even a little bit from this. More than that. <laughs> Eight figure from Nook, obviously. Yeah, our Nook. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, look at those Nook sales score uh, yeah. soaring right now. They have gone from. They zero. are twinning on Twitter, Twitter right now. It's weird because they haven't even posted yet. Yeah, it's it's wild. They went from zero to one Nook sales. Like they have infinitely yeah. increased their their production because of this podcast. Um, like, subscribe, go to Instagram, Facebook, follow us. Uh, we'll love you forever if you do. We'll hate you forever if you don't. For the Sprint of Comics, I'm Alex Gushback. And I am number one Star Wars fan forever, Bobby Frick. Hinchin' ain't easy.